You are listening to the Rob Scott Podcast, your source for Rob's take on current events. Let's begin the show. for joining me this is the rob scott podcast and i if you haven't figured out i'm rob scott and i just want to say thanks for listening uh, if you like what uh, you hear on my podcast uh, please share it with your friends and your family and uh, there's a like button and a share button uh, go ahead and push those two and uh, so other people can hear it if you like it uh, tell other people about it Please, um, just like anybody else, I'm trying to build my audience. and um, Well, you do that by begging people to watch, listen to you. <laughs> um, I played Leonard Skinner at the beginning of this um, at the beginning of this podcast for a particular reason. I, I was actually listening to this song on the way home from work on Saturday. And uh, I uh, it, it just really... Th- fit the mood that I was in at the time and um, you know if you listen to the news if you listen to podcasts or whatever you know whatever you're interested in doing um, you have to unless you're completely unaware of what's going on in the world today you just have to be you have to know um, that um, that we're kind of like headed in the wrong direction that we, um, you know, p- polls say it, and they do polls uh, frequently, um, asking the American people, do you feel like the this, the country is on the right track? And uh, what the most recent one I think was like seventy-five to seventy-nine percent of American people think that we're on the wrong track. But if you know, if you listen to the news, you listen to the media, you listen to the administration, and everything is honky dory. <laughs> and you know, uh, uh, employment's unemployment's down. 
uh, we're growing, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the average person can't uh, go out and buy, you know, milk and bread and gas is going up. Inflation is uh, is on the rise again. And if it's so hunky-dory, then why do people have such a negative um, outlook? You, you have to start weighing in onto this. So why do they have a, a negative output? Uh, not not ne- negative output, but a negative outlook on the country as a whole, the economy, um, geez, where we are foreign, foreign policy-wise. Um, there are a lot of things that I think go into the reason why people are polling and saying they're not really too happy with what's going on in our economy. I mean, what was the last news? The last news was with one point. Two trillion dollars that we now have in in consumer debt. That's not good. People are using their credit cards to buy goods and services. They've gone through the money that the government has given them. That's basically all gone, and now they're putting everything on credit cards, and that. 24, 25, 26% annual interest rate is not a good thing. And so I can understand why people feel like you know, like they're not getting ahead. The only people that are getting ahead are those people who are the elites, who are the wealthy. And, um, and then the middle class guy, middle class family is suffering. And we continue to suffer. I mean, hell, I just went to Costco and I came home with like eight items and it cost me 67 bucks for what I, you know, it cost me like $19 for some Irish stew. Um, I got $19. I I know I have a choice of whether to buy it or not. I I get that, but it tastes good. And I try to spread out like several meals out of this since I'm a single guy. I don't have a family to raise, but still like stew like you get meat and potatoes and carrots in it and some gravy like why is that $19 you know um and then you know gas is still here in Utah it's still over it's over $4 425 429 it was up to 435 for a period of time um inflation again is on the rise it's gone from 3.2 to 3.7 and um, it just depends on who you listen to. <laughs> you listen to the media, and well, you know, hey, it was at nine, and now it's you know now it's cut in half. But okay, well, it was it shouldn't have been at nine. It should have been at two. Number one, and you created the inflation by throwing so much, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars of spending. And you know, listen, that's not just uh, Joe Biden, but he's been doing it more so. But it's been other presidents as well. And we're spending money that we we're making money and spending money that we shouldn't be spending on things, getting involved in things that we shouldn't be really be getting involved with. One of the one of the stories that really irritated the shit out of me this week, and it should it should be discouraging to you, is that you have the uh, I think it was the president of Ukraine, basically, and this is the way I took it, threatening the United States if they don't continue to provide support in their in their monies that that the, the people of Ukraine uh, won't like that and they'll they'll begin to start to turn or something on on the United States 
Like, it's almost like, what do you, you hold me hostage or something? Like, who are you to threaten the United States of America? You know, uh, I'm not going to hold elections and, you know, they're not going to, he's not going to hold elections. I, I, that whole mess over in Ukraine, I don't support Russia trying to invade and, and go into a, a, you know, a sovereign country and to, and to take what's not his. But at the same time, we're dealing with a we're we're dealing with a country that is known for its corruption, and now we have that president of the United that that president, who is now just blatantly threatening the United States if we don't continue to support them and give them money, that he and that the people will turn on us. Like you're talking to the wrong folks here, uh, President. Uh, you don't know who you're dealing with. And it, I just see things like this happening in the world. And I go, this is why the American people are, are unsure. This is why they think we're headed in the wrong direction. And for the first time, not only on an economic standpoint, but also on a foreign policy standpoint, uh, energy standpoint, and things like that, that we are just, well, it's not a, it's not a happy place that we, uh, as the United as citizens of this country, we're just not in a happy place. <clears throat> we're, not at, we're not in that peaceful place. It's like a, f- a friend of mine, he, get a, uh, he, put, he posts this thing, your job today is to experience joy you know, throughout the day. That's your only, that's your only responsibility is to, re- is to experience joy. Well, let me tell you, we're not experiencing joy too much in this, in this, in this country right now. And um, we have our moments when we're out camping and taking our fifth wheelers and our razors and our our four by fours and things like that and going out and trying to forget the world for a little while. But then we always come back and we have to deal with this stuff. And uh, it's something that really, really needs to change. And it needs to start with people being honest and truthful with us. And that's why I started the podcast with Leonard Skinner. I was listening to the song and I thought, wow, you know. Don't lie to me. Um, you know, don't tell me no lies. And that—that's where I am in this country. I—that's I, where I am personally. I—I I am fed up with with the media um, spinning things and misinformation and disinformation and, and basically just non-truths. And that we just don't have a media that cares about honesty and integrity more. You know, where where. I, 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 it, it's beyond me. To th- where are all the journalists? What, what happened to them? Where are the people that are that want to that want to dig into a story and find the truth? When did when did the media become just an, uh, a vocal uh, another vocal point for an administration? And this is I'm, I'm not saying Democrat or Republican. It happens on both sides. It happens more on the Democratic side. Okay? And we've seen it harshly with this administration. But where in the hell are all the journalists out there that care about their jobs or care about their own integrity? I I don't get it. Don't don't isn't there a journalist out there that really cares about digging into a story? This whole Biden fiasco 
and and his son and this whole you know Biden crime family stuff. I, I'm just a, I'm just appalled at the media's response to this. Their response is where there's no hard evidence, where there's just thousands of uh, you know circumstantial evidence that is just as viable and just as legal and just as as important in a in a case as hard evidence is. But aren't you interested at all about the information about the allegations that are taking place? About all the signs from the business, from the um, banking industry, where they have let Congress and they've let the, the DOJ know that these things, these uh, transactions seem kind of funny. What is it over like two hundred or something like that? Aren't you interested at all that why there like there's multiple shell companies set up by this administration? Don't you want to get to the truth of something? Don't aren't you curious at all? As, and isn't there isn't there a, a a journalist out there that cares about anything anymore? I just I just don't see it. I mean, I see interviews, I watch interviews, and I just see the same, you know, the same ideologies just being pushed forward as truth, and 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 it's not and it's not it's they're not doing anything. They're not they're not providing any additional information which is what their responsibility is is to ask hard questions when you hear something that doesn't make sense where's your curiosity don't do do you not have any curiosity anymore i mean this is why the american people are frustrated you you do get that right you do get that and why they don't have trust and faith in you you get that that's why they that's why they when they're asked in a poll whether they think the country is moving in the right direction and you and you as a media go well hey geez the unemployment rate is like you know 3.7 is the lowest it's ever been in the united states in world history and blah 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 and you just keep repeating the same talking points as the administration does but you're not interested in getting down deep into why do the american people feel this way why are 70 to 80 percent of the people saying we're headed in the wrong direction why are we going down a track okay i see this every day when i go when i go to work i, I drive through price canyon and there's a there's railroad tracks and they usually have a uh, huge tra- train on them, like uh, a mile long. They're literally a mile long. And they usually have coal on them. They're usually coal, uh, coal, coal cars, right? And they're either coming and going. Uh, empty ones are going back to f- be filled up. The other ones are coming back and, and coming into the city, right? And all along, along, all along the road when I'm driving, you see these red lights or green lights, depending on which direction the plane, the, the trains are going, right? And the red lights are saying, hey, don't go this way because you, you, could, you know, there could be a collision. We could have a collision. Um, you know, maybe Pete Buttigieg would come out and, you know, actually come out and do his job if there was a collision out here god forbid i hope that doesn't take but but we had these red lights always warning these 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 uh train operators uh not to go this way you know we don't we don't go up a track where there where there's a red light that says stop we don't go that way 
But we continue. I, I, I don't get it. We continue as a country and as administration to keep going down the same paths that had these big red lights on them. They say, stop, don't go this direction. You're going to cause a problem. You're going to cause an accident, a catastrophic accident if you keep going this way. But we effing just keep going that way. We just keep barreling down the down the the tracks like oh who cares you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and go maybe the light will turn green at some point you know it's like wh- why and, and and what i'm amazed at is that that our that our media the the people who are supposed to be protecting our our first amendment rights and getting to the bottom of things that's what they used to be it's not that way at all why aren't you effing interested in getting to the right the right answer, the truth, the facts. Why aren't you doing that anymore? And who is going to stand up and do that? I, look, I, I mean, to tell you the truth, I'm starting to see a few of these people start to, you know, starting to, you know, put the dominoes in place and putting the things in in place where they should be, and they're starting to ask questions, especially about uh, Biden. And it's not necessarily his age, but it's just his physical condition to be able to do the job. I could care less about his age. There are many people that are his age or more that have their minds are still strong. They're, they're mentally and emotionally uh, strong, and they do a wonderful job in, in their professions. I don't care about his age. I care more about his... Uh, and, you know, you, he walks down uh, a set of stairs... Uh, off of Air Force One and you're praying to God that he doesn't trip and break his neck or you're listening to him and he starts rambling off in no no more to the point where you have house staff coming out and telling uh, you know closing off an interview or something like that because Joe is rambling Joe is just rambling he just you can't understand anything he's saying anymore we're going down a track that's got red lights all the way down the track and why do we keep going that way where is where are the where are the the guards of the track where are the guards of our constitution which are supposed to be the 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 media the newspapers you know they're supposed to be the ones that are supposed to be asking the hard questions where are they why is there just only a few that have the balls to to sit there and go against the grain. Where are you? Are you going to step up? And are we going to get truth? Or are we going to be like you know Leonard Skinner? Don't ask. Don't lie to me. Don't ask me. I'm not interested in your lies, because that's where we are in this country. It's not just about the economy. It's not. It's about it, almost every aspect of our lives. It's the economy. It's foreign policy. I mean, for the first time in my life, I fear. I fear nuclear war that I haven't felt since I was in the '60s and the '70s when I was growing up. Right? I haven't felt that in so long. But now I feel that way. Why do I feel that way? You don't. You you think I'm the only one that thinks that way? Everybody does. Everybody has a family. Everybody who pays a little attention to what's going on in the world today. We have a government that's more interested in other things than its own people. 
We have a government that's interested in lining its own pockets than helping its its people. We have a government that is looking at a name and a position when it comes to justice in this country over the normal American voter. God forbid you don't have the right name in today's society and, and law. Because it's not going to be applied to you the same as somebody else with a certain name or a certain position. It is not. We learn that with the, we learn that with the riots in, in Portland. We've learned that with COVID. I mean, how many how many more red lights along the track do we need to see before we change we ch- we change the direction that we're going? Are we are we you know? There's these little areas, I guess, where you can train. They have the little crossovers that we actually get into the lane that's green. And we stay off the, the lane that's that's got the red lights on it. When do we when do we realize that as an American people? When do we f- force that on those who are governing us? Have we forgotten that we're the ones that voted these people into office? And it, they could you know, listen. They could be good people, and they could go awry. But we need to be people that are recognize this stuff. We we can't just bury our heads in the sand and. Uh, and, and just act like nothing's happening. But there must be alternatives. You must have some technology that could solve our problem. Your problem is not technology. The problem is you. You lack the will to change. Then help us change. I cannot change your nature. You treat the world as you treat each other. But every civilization reaches a crisis point eventually. Most of them don't make it. Yours did. How? Our son was dying. We had to evolve in order to survive. So it was only when your world was threatened with destruction that you became what you are now? Yes. Well, that's where we are. You say we're on the brink of destruction, and you're right. But it's only on the brink that people find the will to change. Only at the precipice do we evolve. Now, if you listen to this clip um, and listen to the dialogue between, I think it's Professor Brinehart, I think his name, and Keanu Reeves, who is playing the alien who's here to, uh, basically what, what he's saying is that the earth needs to be saved, that the people of the earth are destroying the earth, so the people of the earth need to be destroyed in order to save the, 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 uh, the earth, because it's so important that the earth survive. Um, and in that clip, if you listen, if you listen to it. He talks about um, the precipice. Um, he asked Keanu Reeves about his own people, and his son was dying. What did they do? Will they change? Blah blah blah. They were able to save their their civilization because they were at a point where they didn't have any other choice uh, but to make a change. And he says that's where we are today. That's what you're describing, that we are at a precipice and that it's only at the precipice that people find the will to change. I really believe that that's where we are today. I think we are, we are, at the, or we are approaching or at the cliff or we're approaching the cliff very rapidly um, where we have to make a decision as a people that you know, what we want to do with our country and we have to realize we have to do this as 365 million members of this great country of ours. We have to we have to understand it. We have to come together as a group of people. 
and decide what we want to do with our liberties, with our constitution, and things like that. We, we cannot leave this up to uh, a, dem a party, whether Republican or Democrat. Okay, we cannot do that. We have to take our country back. We have to we have to think of ourselves. We are the bosses. We're the ones that pay the salaries of all the bureaucrats and all the FBI and the DOJ and the President of the United States and all these people. We are we are the bosses, right? And we have given you, given you. You haven't given us anything. We have given you the the right and the authority to act in our name. That's it. And right now, you are not acting in our name. Hard stop, period. You are not. You're acting self in self-interest, in the pre preservation of your own doctrinal ideas, your own power. And we have gotten... Basically, we are on a we are on that track that with the red lights, and we are going to go right off the cliff if we don't do something to change it. And and it's you and I that really kind of need to really that we need to really take this seriously. We need to really do some introspection on what are we going to do individually to to change uh, the atmosphere that we are in and the direction that we are going with our country. Now, in some point, yeah, it is about the election. It's about the people that you vote for and things like that. But let me tell you, Trump, Biden, DeSantis, none of these people are going to really change anything until we get fed up to the point where we aren't going to accept this. We aren't going to accept the lies that we are getting from the media anymore. Okay? Ratings, all that stuff, you know. You got to do more than that. You got to have a voice. You got to sit there and say, stop lying to me. I don't want to be lied to anymore. Stop it. Tell me the truth. I am an adult. I am smart enough to understand what's going on. Okay? Let me have the facts. Let me have the truth. Okay? Let me determine what is good for me and for my family. What is good for us as a, as a state, as a nation. Okay? And then hopefully the people that we elect go to D.C., go to Washington with those, with that constituency kind of an idea that they carry our philosophies to them and then they stand up for those damn things. Stop being so damn partisan about everything. Stand up for what's true. Stand up for the facts. Those are the things that are always going to, those are the foundational things. Those are the, those are the, what you build your foundation on. The rest of this is like sand. You build it on sand. It might last for a little while until you get one good hard storm or rain and you get the, you get the waves coming in and what happens? It just destroys everything. I don't know if you've ever been to the beach or not. I was, you know, lived in New Jersey, southern New Jersey, for almost 30 years. And we used to go to the beach all the time. People would build these beautiful castles and all these the kids would be out digging their holes and, and uh, just having fun at the beach and building these castles and all these sand sculptures. And they would last about as long as the, the next big storm. And the waves would come in and just wipe them out. That's, where, that's, that's our government today. We're building on unsure and not secure foundational ideas. And we've gotten away from it.
We got away from truth and honor, right? We've got a law. We've gotten away from enforcement of law blindly, with no respect to station or name or something like that. We have gotten away from it, and that's where we are today. And we have a media. We have a government. We have uh, both on the state and local levels that are just operating off of self-interest not in the interest of its people. And that scares the living crap out of me. I, I, I don't want to be a Thelma and Louise, you know, like, hey, let's just take our car and just drive it off the drive it off the cliff here. Because that's what we are. We're all Thelma and Louise. We're just kind of going along and, and not standing up for our rights and not standing up for who we are. There's no way in this world that you should give up your rights to speak and to and to be heard, to have a voice, to have an opinion. You should not be. You should not have the right to ref, refuse the view to be able to protect your family, because some jackass uh, decides to to shoot up a school or something like that, or some mentally ill individual decides to do something that is heinously wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't equate to having my rights taken away from me to protect my family and to protect myself. It just doesn't. We know now that the government has been active in this particular administration has been active since COVID to work with social media to reduce the amount of information that, say, quote-unquote conservatives and those who disagree with them on COVID policy and other other policies, that Hunter's laptop, were just completely wiped out because of the administration forcing these these uh, Facebooks and all these social media, especially uh, uh, um, Twitter before it was changed over, um, th- th- that they were active in doing that. They were actively taking away your right to gain information so you can make a decision on your own. They're manipulating they're, they're practicing misinformation and disinformation. The government of the United States of America, the administration, the federal government was doing that. That is a fact. It, it's the truth. Can't explain it away any other way. It's an attack on our liberties. It's an attack on our freedom of information, of our ability to be able to have a voice and be able to get the correct, right, good information to make good, right choices for ourselves and for our government. You wonder why 75% to 80% of the people don't think that the country is moving in the right direction? That we're on this railroad track that's got red lights on it all over the place and we need to turn around and get off the track? Yeah, we just keep barreling down the road. We just keep barreling down the track, and we keep adding more, more and more fuel to the to the engine to get going faster and faster and faster and faster. It's going to end up badly if we keep doing that. And I don't think any of us really want that. I don't. I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to have all the answers. All as I see is, I know I know the answers is, is to build a good foundation, a good foundation of faith. We have seen the the erosion of family, and of marriage and of religious faith in this country. 
which to me, those are the very, very basic foundations of this country. And we've seen the erosion of that over the last well, several decades, but we've seen an, uh, a huge acceleration of that over the last four to five years. And that is not good. You know, when you have over 50% of your divorces um, ending in fa- uh, your marriage is ending in failure, you have, I think the number now is uh, what between uh, 70 and 80% of all divorces are initiated by women. What, what, I, what, what I want to know is why is that? Why is there such a drastic change? So you have fifty. You have over fifty percent of the marriages that end in divorce. Seventy to eighty percent of those are being initiated by women for some reason. Why aren't they happy? What's going on in marriages? Isn't there anybody out there that wants to find out why that's the case? Doesn't anyone make the connection between people? going to church and having religious beliefs and standards and principles that they've been raised with all their lives, that their parents live by. And then we wonder why, and this is it, then we wonder why we have a generation, two generations now, that are fearful that they aren't going to have a life like their parents had. Well, you know, wake up, you know, see the red light on the track. Duh. That's where, that's, that's why. Because we don't have a foundation anymore. We, we, and that's why I'm talking about we need to have a change of heart here. We, we as a people, we need to change our heart. We need to get back and get back to the basics, get back to the foundation of what made this, this country great. Okay? What allowed us to be able to write the, the men, to write the Constitution the way that it was given to us and the Bill of Rights. They lived in a country that, that that's what they wanted for our country and for its citizenry, okay? That's what they wanted. That's why they wrote the Constitution. They didn't write it because they're perfect. They didn't write it because they thought the country was perfect and that we'd always act in a perfect, perfected way. It's written to help us to become that way to give us a, uh, a magnifying glass to examine things, to see if we are going in the right direction. And when we aren't, we need to correct it. And, and we have a, a, a map in place. And sometimes you, have to, sometimes you have to go back and you have to tear down, the, tear down some of the walls and, and things like Yes, you do. You have to do that in order to get back to the foundation. But the foundation is belief in God, religion, faith, Believe in your country, the Constitution that we have, that believe in the Bill of Rights, and you move from there. That's where we need to get back to. And we aren't there right now. Let's hope and pray that we can all get to that, you know, we don't get off when we are at that precipice in our lives, that we can make this change and make it permanent and, 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 and take our country take our take our country seriously um you know for maybe for a lot of us and many generations for the first time in our lives you know i don't i don't think that we've had the kind of dedication um to this country since you know we world war ii um and many of the wars where we've had men and women go and serve and give their lives for 
the very constitution that we are mocking today. It's incredible to me. Well, you know, I've rambled on long enough. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, you can you can pick up all my podcasts on my website at uh, robscottpodcast.com. Please, if you got any um, questions or you like what I said or you don't like what I said, that's fine too. Please uh, uh, email me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. I'll look at it. And I promise I'll re- return your call. I uh, hope you do. I can bring up some of these ideas on my podcast as well. Um, please, please share it with other people. Give me a big like. Share it. Tell other people about it. And um, I hope you have a good week. Thanks for listening.